planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Dan, thanks for joining us on the Everblack podcast. How's things going, man? Yeah, real good, man. Really, really good. Um, thanks for having me. No worries, man. Well, of course, your band Pagan have just released your debut album, Black Wash, and uh, the response has been amazing, man. How's everyone feeling about it now that it's uh, set free out in the world? Man, I, you know, like, the, the, the first word that comes to mind is, like, just super calm because it's been, like, it's been a pretty hectic, like, six to 12 months just trying to get everything in place but uh i mean as soon it was as soon as it was on spotify i was at i was at a bar and i i looked at my phone at midnight on the 6th of july and it was online and i i like there was just this like super euphoric sense of calm fell over me it was finally <laughs> finally done and uh i bought a round of black sambuca shots for everyone and it was uh it, it was great and the, the the response has been insane like i can't even I can't. I, I would never have fathomed that it would have uh, the, the reach that it's already had. Um, you know, has has totally just blown us all away, and we're stoked now because now it's all about touring and like just just getting to do fun stuff instead of sending heaps of emails and shit. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rad. It's cool. It's like now we get to sort of like reap the fruits of of the last six to twelve months of labor, which is awesome. Have you been finding out that it's uh, it's it's up online, everything like that, like places from you know far, far away, like other countries and stuff like that. you're starting to get messages from from fans all over the world now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, heaps of people from like Germany seem to be really getting into the record, which is cool because um, obviously the record's out in in Europe and the UK mm. as well. Um, so yeah, like Germany and the UK, but like we've been getting messages from people from like Russia and like Costa Rica and and like. Um, there was like a real because you, like your Spotify app gives you like the top fifty countries that are listening to it, and there was like there was like a really weird one. I can't remember what it was, like Cyprus or something, like something like, <laughs> like oh, okay, sick, that's, that's cool. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's 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 pretty surreal. Like to and obviously like we've all played in bands before Pagan for a pretty long time that you know we're lucky to get you know someone outside of Melbourne buying your record or let, let alone listening to it. So to have it kind of, to be doing something on this scale, it's very new to us and, and very surreal. And I don't think we've really fully comprehended it yet. So, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's very cool, very humbling. And, and as you said, you know, you've, you've played in bands for years and slogged it out like, like most musos. It's, it, it feels, it, would you say it feels that it's, uh, it's like really rewarding now, like all that hard work over the over the years, and now it's starting to really happen for you. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I don't want to sort of like denote every anything we've done before, Pagan. No, no. no. I think like the the reward obviously just comes in in doing what you like doing and and having you know we're 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 so lucky, you know whether we're like you know music journalists or music makers that we we have an outlet to you know 
to be creative and to to get it get some sort of release. I, you know, I work in an office, and I can tell you that not everyone has that. You know, the job is a reward in itself, but um, it's it, it's kind of nice to I guess how do I put this? You, you, it, it's sort of nice to be in a situation where people are connecting with it because I, I think like the the reality is like. Our bands, our bands before this were were fine, but maybe we just didn't write songs that that really meant anything to anyone but ourselves. Um, and the, you know, the, obviously the intention with Pagan was no different. It's just that I think maybe we've just gotten a little bit older and have learnt how to write music that that sort of just transcends the enjoyment of the people making it and 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 kind of connects with someone. So that's that's super rewarding. That that's it's it's really cool that people can find something in it that. You know, obviously, means something to them. That's that's, and you know, and on such a scale too is is, yeah. I I don't really have the words to articulate it properly, but it's it's very cool. It's very very cool. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And I hope you understand what I was trying to say is that, you know, as a musician myself, and you're in and out of bands all those years, and you work really really hard to finally. Um, have those opportunities come to uh, come to? Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, and and yeah, we're we're incredibly grateful for it, and I, I think that like it, it it obviously took you know however many years of doing this for for it to kind of get you know for us to finally do something that gets a reaction like this for a reason because mm. I just don't think we were, I just don't think we were capable of of doing something you know to, of the magnitude of what we're doing now um you know in in maybe our younger years so but I, yeah I totally understand what you're saying man absolutely it's 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 yeah it still feels like hard work though like that's yeah, the thing yeah. it's like it's, it's not um when you're when you're in it it's it, it almost comes off as like you're being ungrateful or something because you're sort of like I like I don't feel any different like my my body still hurts just as much and my fucking throat hurts and <laughs> Um, you know, I'm, you know, spending so much time on my phone just trying to coordinate things and organize logistics and all of that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, definitely, it, it, fuck, it's, it's rad. It's so cool. And, uh, of course, it's out on vinyl as well, which I guess yeah. every band dreams of. I mean, have you cranked it on, on wax yourself? Have you got yourself a copy? Uh, do you know what? I've only got the test press um, because, our, unfortunately, the vinyl shipment was delayed a little bit. So I haven't actually I haven't actually held a, a, a physical copy of Blackwash in my hands yet, which I'm wow. dying to do. Um, but um, the, I've, I've listened to the test press and the test press sounded sick, um, and that was cool too because it was like the first time I got to hear it. You know, I, I'd had the files on my computer, but that was the first time I got to sit and listen to it seamlessly without having to like select the next song or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and it, it is I actually listened to it today um, for the first time in a while. Um, and I, I, as I was walking to work, and I just had the biggest smile on my face because it was like, uh, you kind of forget sometimes when you're when you're sort of listening to something so intently because I'm the sort of person that like I'll go back over things I do with a fine tooth comb, just solely listening to for mistakes because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know why you would why that's what you would listen for. But today, I don't know. Today was sort of the first time I was able to sort of listen to it not as critically as I usually would, and and. Just kind of listen to it for what it is, and I'm so proud of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm so proud of everyone in the band too, because I, I think everyone just fucking killed it on this record. Uh, I think, I don't think we could have made a better record. Like, I think we get, literally gave it everything that we know how to do. That's a beautiful thing, man, and I, I'm, I'm so, so stoked for you guys. 
Cause, Thanks, uh, man. Thank you. Yeah, and I can't wait to get a copy of it on uh, vinyl myself. A good friend of mine, he's got, like, the perfect setup for it. And uh, I can't wait to uh, take it around there with a couple of beers and uh, crank it. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to do the same thing, to be honest, man. Yeah. Yeah, something about it, hey. It's like, yeah. It's, yeah, the the vinyl experience is, is, is definitely a, a pretty nice thing, too. Because you can do it, it. It can be a very social thing, too. Like, it's something that you can really do with a bunch of people. And it's, I don't know, the the whole idea of just someone having to get up to turn the record over and then someone having to get up to change the record. And it's 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 nice. It's a cool it's a cool format, and I can understand why it, you know, it, it might have disappeared for a little while, but I can, I can definitely understand why it's not going to go anywhere, you know, forever, you know. Oh, absolutely. We mentioned before you were uh, play, played Dead Winter the other night, and yeah. the, the Tivoli was packed, man. Like that was, there was something magical about that room at that time, and I, I know you guys were working on stage doing your thing, but from the yeah. crowd perspective, uh, there was just. Some, there was a magical vibe in that room when you were playing. Did you get a sense of that? It, it did feel good, hey. Like, there was there was something pretty, I don't know, pretty unearthly going on. I, and I just, even just thinking, like, just as you were asking me that question, I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't really remember full shows. Like, I just kind of remember snippets mm. and, and, you know, because your adrenaline is so high and stuff. But, like, there were, just, there were just points. I think there was, like, one point where I was like, I feel like I was nearly in tears, like I was holding back tears because it was just like, you know, it sounds so lame, but it's like, there were were like people singing songs that are on the record that weren't the singles. And I was like, man, you've had a day to learn these words. Like, what what, what have you been doing all day? Like, this is, this is amazing. And it was, it felt really good. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the most critical person on our shows and it takes a lot for me to say like, oh, that was a good show. But that that was cool. That was a real experience for us, and yeah, very, again, very very humbling to to play a venue like the Tivoli and to to that many people to like for that many people to give up a part of their days. There's so many good bands playing. Um, is 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 just something else. Oh, I've I've, I've seen thousands. Well, not thousands, probably hundreds of bands at the Tiv. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you go to a gig, you go. That was cool, but it, I think that was one of those shows that's for, for me. As uh, an audience member, I think something was very special about that gig, and um, I just I I don't know how you guys went to the crowbar the night like <laughs> it be the, the morning after, but um, yeah. there's something about that TV show that um, I hope someone was filming it for you guys. That's really that's really nice of you to say, man. And and I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna remember that one forever. Like that was that was huge. It was so so. The, the feeling of, like, the way we felt afterwards. Um, and, and we definitely celebrated. We definitely fucking celebrated too hard. And then we had to, and then we all remembered, like, oh, we got to play at 1 a.m. Uh, and then, and, and we did. The Crowbar show was, was sick too, though. And it was so cool because it was just, like, upstairs. So it was, like, a floor show. And it was just the polar opposite to the Tivoli. Like, it was packed. Like, it was, it was crazy packed. But it was sort of, like... It just made me. It just made me kind of stoked that we can we can play a beautiful big theater and then we can play on the floor of a bar and it's still a good time. Hell, was everyone uh, really uh, really pissed? Oh, we were. Fu- <laughs> oh, dude, we, we were fucking cooked. We were so <laughs> cooked. I I don't like I. Fuck, 
I would got I had like an anxiety attack at one point because I was like I don't I, I don't even know how to play at the moment because I'm I'm that cooked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was it, it, it actually like I think it added to the show because we're usually pretty good at you know maintaining composure before we play and you know for the most part. But uh, yeah, it was it was sick. It, it just it just made it really fun. And, you know, it was it was definitely like. Definitely a different experience to the to the Tivoli. Like I think if you saw the Tiv show and then you saw the, the Crowbar show, you might have been like, "Oh, this is it's almost like watching a different band." But it was um, it was it was fun. It, like still so much energy and like people were so great and was singing and dancing and you know as long as you know as soon as that starts happening, it's it's kind of hard for it to be a bad time. I think you're still recovering. I went to work today feeling like the biggest bag of shit. I, I, um, yeah, I work in an office, so it, thankfully, like with my job, I can just kind of put headphones in and just like not really talk to anyone. But like, man, oh, it, I, I'm very lucky. I don't really get hungover. Like everyone, everyone kind of gives me a hard time about it. But I, I'm really lucky. Just for some reason, I can I can be out till four in the morning and wake up at nine in the morning, and I'm I'm just okay. But like after that, I was I was sore and I was dusty and uh, I still am. <laughs> like, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, all very worth it. All very very worth it. We had we had such a good weekend this weekend. It was sick. Yeah, it seemed like you guys were having a good time. I mean, uh, it, it, I guess it's going to be training the uh, the big tours that are going to be coming up, right? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely something we've talked about too. Is uh, you know, how many nights in a row can you can you back that up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to need uh, take a few weeks off after. Ah, oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, uh, you know, I, I think there's there's currently a big change going on uh, in music, especially you know in Australia with you guys and uh, high tension and you know where a lot of bands seem to be. You know they're embracing their rock influences and and adding an, a heavier edge to it. I mean, yep. something. I don't know, man. It seems like there's a new exciting phase in Australian music that's that's happening right now. And bands like yourselves are on on at the, the top of that. Have you noticed that? I don't know. I, it's it's uh, it's a good question, actually. I definitely think I've been finding more Australian bands that I've been really enjoying. So maybe that's probably something you know subconsciously that I'm finding appealing um I think like the I think like high tension kind of went the other way though like I think they went way more metal and like which is sick and I I think I actually I, I, I kind of like them more for it now um but I know what you mean like the I think the riff has definitely come back I think like um I, I think about bands like uh did you ever get into that band I exist yes yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like I exist were maybe like the first to kind of do the it, like in Australia. I think the first to kind of do the kind of like grimy, filthy riff thing, but like mix it with like you know doomy, sludgy metal. And I think that maybe they open the doors for a bunch of bands like us to do it. But I, mm. what I what I like, and you kind of touched on this as well, is that every band that sort of does that that kind of rock and roll kind of thing, they, they do have their own take on it. Like, I don't think these two bands really sound the same at the moment that that would that I would kind of consider, you know, part of that 
that sort of like, like world, I suppose. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I mean, that, that, the thing is, man, that, that the thing about rock and roll music is traditionally it, it, it's sort of like, what even is it? You know, it's there's there's the obviously characteristics to it, but like, I think for Pagan, like our thing is that we 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 all played in punk bands before this, and we we were always so careful to like not look at Pagan as a punk band, just to look at it as a rock and roll band, just to, just so that way the the options were limitless to what we could do, you know. I totally agree. There's definitely like a new kind of spirit to to heavy music that's 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 around at the moment that, that is making it really enjoyable. And, and you know what? I, I fucking I think for the longest time too that something that really bummed me out about Australian music is that like it was so like not cool to just do something different and kind of like you know be a bit silly or be a bit like you know over the top or whatever and, and a bit cheesy and I feel like so many people have just been like nah fuck that like let's just have a good time you know and let's just let's just do whatever we want to do let's let's put fucking let's let's do photos where we're all dressed up in white outfits like clowns and stuff and <laughs> you know and 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 as a result, like the the whole mentality is is is, is shifting. So I think, yeah, so I agree with you for sure. And well, not just that, the support for Aussie bands. I, you know what I mean? Like it seems like for for a long, long time. I don't know how it is for you guys down there, but up here, especially in Queensland, and, and especially where I am on the Gold Coast, yeah, not that many people going out to shows as what they used to. But now it's starting to build up again. And I haven't seen this since probably late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I'm sure. an old man. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and You're only as old as you feel, buddy. You're only oh, as old oh as mate. Well, 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 you know, I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I, I've seen it for the last, you know, twenty years. How it went sort of out, yeah. and all the hardcore kids were, you know, had their scene, but they, they were just so they were sheltered. They they didn't want to let seem to let anyone else in, you know what I mean? It's so seamy. Yep. Yep. But something is happening right now that it's it's getting back where like everyone's starting to go to shows and support the locals again. Yeah. And taking pride yeah. in it. I'm For loving sure. Do you know do you know what I think that I think you can attribute that to like um maybe to like Triple J really getting behind bands like Violent Soho and Smith mm-hmm. Street Band and even like Parkway Drive to an extent. Because obviously like Triple J, in, in 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 you know, for for the most part, is has become quite a quite an influencer on like what the the mainstream get into, right? So, yes. if you're a kid that is, is totally unaware of like punk music, for example, and you hear the Smith Street Band on Triple J mm-hmm. amongst like the Rubens and and like this other stuff that you're getting into, you're like, okay, well, what is this? This is kind of cool. I've never really heard anything like this before. Or, or like Parkway Drive, for example. Like, wow, I've never heard anything this heavy before. Um, and then, obviously, those bands are such good gateways to, like, you know, kind of pursue these new styles of music that maybe, maybe like, a, your, your average, like, teenager or, you know, 18, 19-year-old kid from the suburbs just hasn't ever really had the chance to experience. And, and like... That culture at the moment in Australia is such a thing, like music festival culture and, and all of that sort of thing. And then obviously, I mean, like I remember growing up and like being stoked to go to the big day out and then getting a little bit older and being stoked to see a show at like the Art House in Melbourne because it yeah. wasn't as big as the big day out. And I think it's just inevitable that like, you know, young people will 
obviously always want to make something their own, and I think it's it's I, I think it's always existed, but I think that it's just more of a case of like there are these few really huge bands that are kind of popularizing like hardcore and punk, which maybe never really happened. You know, you talk about like maybe within the last 20 years, for example, um, I, I don't think there really was any bands that were spearheading the, you know, that, that sort of genre of, or those genres of music from a, from a, like a big, you know, triple J scale. Um, yep. and that's sort of what I'd attribute it to. I think like, you know, you always, I remember like growing up, I got into like, I think like the offspring were the first punk band I really got into. And then from there, I got into Pennywise. And then from there, you know, I got into like, you know, I found out that bands in my town were making music that sounded like Pennywise. So that's who I wanted to go and see because, you know, fucking everyone already knows about Pennywise. So, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I think it's just that, that you know, um, I, I think that's what it is, though. I think that there's finally some bands from our world that are doing like really good things globally. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's, it just makes the... It just it's just made it more enticing again to want to go and see a band rather than maybe wanting to go and see a DJ or go go and you know go to a hip hop show or whatever. So yeah, so but yeah, I definitely um definitely picked up on the same thing too. Yeah, excellent, man. Because you, when you got bands like Parkway and uh, Soho, like uh, you know head you know they're they're headlining gigs at like River Stage and these massive massive venues. Yeah, you know, and then playing these massive festivals overseas. It's definitely a sign. And, you know, for you guys, I think it's really damn exciting times ahead. I mean, has there been talks about, like, big festivals over overseas and things like that? Well, so the idea, so we, we, we've been really, really fortunate to, to kind of come across some really cool people from, from overseas who, who really want to kind of get behind Pagan. So we've got, like, a label overseas now. We've got, like, a booking agent overseas as well. Um, so, I mean, all going to plan, we'll be doing a, we'll be doing a club run of Europe by the end of the year. Um, and they're already talking about wanting to bring us back over for, for a festival run kind of like mid next year. I think will be the next kind of festival season in Europe. Well, um, so yeah, man, like, um, yeah, it's all, it's, it's all definitely on the cards. I don't, obviously like, I don't want to say it is happening because like, fuck you, you've, you've been into this type of music and you've played, probably played music for long enough to know that like, 90% of the stuff that is on the table doesn't come to fruition. So, um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's definitely on the card and definitely something that like, you know, if, as soon as the offer comes up, we're going to jump at it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's exciting, man. Like there's definitely things in the works for you guys and you know, you've worked your asses off for it. You know, it's thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it, it sometimes. It yeah, I think I think sometimes uh sometimes Australian the Australian music community can make you feel a little bit uh like the word lucky gets thrown around a lot. Um mm -hmm. you know pe people people want to tell you like oh you're so lucky to be in this position and it's like I think there's definitely like there's definitely luck involved but it's like yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm lucky and I'm tired and I'm fucking you know I hurt, my body hurts and I'm you know I I don't have a personal schedule anymore because everything I do revolves around this band. You know, it's it's it it really is hard work. So thank you for for recognizing that. That's cool. Oh no, man, no, it's just, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, it it's something that it means a lot to you guys, and I see that, and I'm seeing you guys around, 
and seeing you build and build and build. So, as I said, man, I'm excited for you guys and excited what you you got coming up. It's it's really really cool to see, especially for uh, Australian music. What, Thanks, man. What's yeah, really yeah. Behind that, you know what what you guys are ahead of, and everything that's going to come after that. That's why that's why I mentioned it. I think you know we're in exciting times, and you guys you're you're the head of that wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope you're right, man. I I, I really do. Um, if, and and you know if that if that if people if people do see Pagan. And it's, it's funny, like, answering a lot of the press questions that I've had to do lately because, like, in my, in my mind, man, we are still the tiniest speck of dust in, yep. in the scale of, you know, what's available to people in terms of music that they can buy and listen to and stuff. So, I'm like, it's, it's still, it's very weird for me to sort of answer these questions and not sound like a goose sometimes. But, <laughs> you know, if, if someone... When you talk about kind of like, I guess, like spearheading a, you know, a new kind of wave or, or whatever, fuck, man, if, if, if like... Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter Fuel Points. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. A young girl or a young dude heard Pagan and that, it, it made them want to try and do the same thing or, like, you know, it, it influenced them to do anything, play music, make art, whatever. Uh, to, to know that that's the case would just be, like, the, the, the coolest thing ever that, you know, because I, I owe so much of what, I guess, I I kind of got into growing up to, to the bands that I was listening to. So, yeah, man, that's that's cool. That would be, be very, very humbling. One thing... I've I've noticed about you guys is that you play so passionately where you're not just getting up there. That's one thing I think that I was trying to, I was trying to find the right words that when you played that Tivoli show the other night, that there was that magic in the room because you can tell the difference between a band going up there and playing a show and a band who are possessed by their own music. You guys weren't, you know, you weren't just going through the motions Mm-hmm. You were playing every second, like you are, like all of you guys were like possessed by by your own music. If you know yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say. No, 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 um, absolutely. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I probably have like two answers to that 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 question. And the first being like, 
I I I always looked I've always looked at Pagan as like uh, you know you know in like the nineteen in the nineteen forties or the nineteen fifties when people would go and see jazz bands play and that'd be their Friday night and they'd go and they'd dance and that like the band would play all night and that was the entertainment for the night like I, I want that to be what Pagan is like I want I want people to feel like they've you know. Dead of Winter, t- I, I don't know how, I, off the top of my head, I'm not sure how much like a Dead of Winter ticket costs, but either either way, like, uh, we all work very hard for our money, and I'm sure it wasn't, you know, the cheapest ticket in the world, and there's, there's, there's a part of that is being spent to see Pagan play, like, I want people to have the best time, I don't, I don't just want people to, to, to walk away from that saying like, oh yeah, cool. I want people to say like, I'm so happy. Like, even if I don't see another good thing all day, which obviously wasn't the case, but even if I don't see anything else I like today, I'll never forget that. That was sick. And then, and then the other thing too though is that like, I, I feel like the, the music that we play, like the way that we are on stage is just a reaction to those songs. Like we, we believe in those songs so mm. much that they, you're right. Like it, it, it possesses us. Like it does something to us where, and this is sort of the other reason why we touched on, like, where I, I don't really remember the sets very well. Like, I can kind of remember snippets because I'm just, I'm not present for that half an hour or 40 minutes or an hour or whatever, however long we're playing. And I think that, like, I think it just comes to, like, it maybe comes down to the songs you write because I think everyone has that in them. If you play, if you play a musical instrument and you don't get to experience that feeling, I actually feel bad for you because it's, all you need to do is just dig deep enough, you know, within yourself, and you'll find a song that makes you feel that way. Um, and I, I, yeah, it, it's it's really just a reaction to the way the songs make us feel. Um, that, that that makes us perform the way that we do. It's it's there's nothing premeditated about our sets. We don't we don't talk about like you know when we're gonna when are we all gonna put our foot on the fold back or whatever. Like <laughs> none of that business it's just like i am here to entertain you and i'm for the next 40 minutes i'm just going to like lose myself in it because i i i love these songs and i care about these songs and i want to do them justice in front of you that's that's always been the mentality that we've had that's exactly what i was trying to uh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. it's been a long day. I'm trying to. <laughs> trying no, to no, 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 it's cool. And, and I'm really, I'm really glad that it it comes off that way too. Like, I, I really hope that people see a pagan show and they just think like, wow, those, those I, I just watched like four animals like go to town on a piece of meat for a, you know, for an hour, <laughs> and that was that was the best. There was one point in the show where Nikki, she was on her back, she was folded back, and she didn't seem like she was there. She was like another dimension, man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it wasn't, as you said, it wasn't. It wasn't premeditated. It was like she was possessed, and it wasn't. Yeah. It was. It, it was. It was fascinating to see because you know, as a musician myself, and, and feeling that, you know, it's as you said, like for anyone that hasn't felt that, you feel bad for them. But to see someone else go through that and experience that is something that's it's fascinating. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, fascinating. Yeah, Nick, Nick is Nick is very interesting to watch. I think because, I, and, and maybe like I think that you know obviously because Xavier and Matt and I play play like a phys, like a, I guess like a, a physical instrument. I'll call it. Yeah. We there is an element of us needing to have some level of concentration, but like I think what I love the most about you know 
seeing Nikki perform, and I, you know, every now and then I'll, I, I'm, I'm usually in my own world for most of the set, but every now and then I'll look over at her, and I'll just see her doing something like that, and it's just like she just totally lets go, like she, yeah. she, she's just so able to like, like you said, like just become this, this like this entirely other thing, and uh, yeah, it's. it's it's cool. She's she's definitely found a way to tap into something that I don't think any of us, you know, whether you're in the band or not in the band with her, understand. It's pretty. It's pretty surreal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, man. <laughs> it's a hard thing to sort of put into words unless you sort of have experienced it at some stage. You know, just even jamming in a jam room. Yeah, I, I as you as you said, man. It's it's surreal. It's awesome. One thing, another thing was the uh, the Italian references too. Where do these, where do the Italian roots play into the band? What's the yeah? Um, I guess like our our heritage. Like everyone in the band kind of comes from a European heritage, um, and I think that it was something that like really brought us together when we all kind of started hanging out together. Is that we were all able to sort of like not just talk about music, but but sort of connect on this deeper level where. We'd be talking about our childhoods and laughing about, you know, some of the some of the like most ridiculous traditions that all our families would have had in common and, and all of this sort of thing. Um, so we we kind of we were like, you know, so much of pagan. I, I should backtrack. So much of pagan is based on just shit that we think is cool. Like, um, so we, and and one of the things that we thought would be re- a really cool thing to celebrate is the fact that we all kind of share this common heritage. Um, and, and, you know, when we were growing up, like when I, when I was growing up and I got into skateboarding and, um, you know, all of my friends were like, uh, for, for lack of a better term, just like Anglo Australians. And it was, it was sort of, it was almost like, I almost felt a little bit embarrassed to bring like salami sandwiches to school. Or to like, you know, be be telling telling my friends I can't go skate on the weekend because you know I had to go to like my my cousin Alessandra's christening or something. You know, like it was a pretty weird kind of um, thing to try and have to explain to people, or like why my mum had a couch that no one was allowed to sit on, for example. <laughs> so like, all four of us kind of shared this really common thing where we we really tried to suppress that part of ourselves for a really long time. Australia can be pretty hard if you are a little bit different, and uh, and we're only a little bit different. Like I, c- I can only imagine how it is for certain minorities that that come to this country, um, trying to deal with, you know, the sort of traditions that are ingrained in Australians from from the time they're born, essentially. So, one thing that was sort of a real, I guess, like a really a real relief to us was finding this outlet where we could celebrate a lot of those those, those customs and traditions. That we grew up with, and almost, almost like, almost take the piss out of ourselves, but but not to the point where we're trying to degrade ourselves. Like, yeah, we we love more than anything. Like, the four of us just get together to eat because we all love the same food, and we love drinking the same wine. We love, you know, really, really kind of embracing the, that that aspect of our heritage. You know, it's a really nostalgic thing for us, I think, and just something that we. We 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 want to celebrate it, but we also want to like we also want to educate people about it too. Because I, I like I don't know what it's like to not grow up in an Italian family. I have no idea, but I know that there's people who have no idea what it's like to grow up in an Italian family. 
So if, if I can introduce someone to Campari or something, man, that's that's rad, you know? Uh, <laughs> that is cool. That's really cool. And it also, too, like, obviously, you know, a, a big part of, you know, the other, I guess the other side of the, you know, pagan aesthetic is, you know, we're, we're all pretty, pretty enthusiastic about, like, the occult and folklore and all of that sort of thing. And, like, if you look at Italian folklore, man, it's fucking grim. It's there's so much cool, like, grim imagery that comes from, like, reading, like, Italian folk stories and stuff. Some of it's so brutal. Those, those Italians have the gnarliest imagination, man. It's like, so, you know, all of that, it just makes for really, really good, good inspiration, I think, too. And connects you guys as well, as you said. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I, yeah, like yeah. I said, so much of the pagan aesthetic is just based on like just stuff that we all like and think is rad. It's almost kind of nerdy, man. Like it, it's actually kind of geeky, the stuff that we get into and try to portray with pagan. I think. I don't know, man. I don't see it as a geeky thing at all. I oh, mean... we we just make it real cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was definitely. I don't know. There's something about you guys that seems like you, you connect on another level as people, um, uh, yeah, rather dude. than just, just you know your bandmate you show up on Tuesday night to jam with. It's it seems like you guys have some kind of spiritual connection as well, which I don't uh, know if you believe in any of that kind of stuff. Like, no, 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 we do, and, and 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 we, you know, a lot of us are into reading about all all of that sort of thing and, and studying that, and that that could be a part of like why we're able to kind of harness what we do when we play um, as well. But like pagan, above all else, like pagan is is a family. Like it genuinely feels like a family to me. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm closer to the people in my band than I am with, you know, certain family members that I have because that, like, the, the shit that we have been through individually during the time that this band has been together, and we haven't even been together for that long, but, like, man, those 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 three people have had my back so many times, and I know that anyone, if you if you took any of us away and you tied us to a chair and you blindfolded us, all, all four of us would say the same thing. Like it's it's a family, and and the band is built on the same customs that a family is built on. And like they say that you can't choose your family, but fuck me, we we chose our family. You know, it's it's really it's really special. It is, man. It is, and like I don't know, man. I'm getting a little bit moved hearing you say that. Actually. <laughs> you know, like so deep on your podcast, dude. No, no, no. But I love that, man, because I I understand. You know, I understand what it's like. It's when you jam with people, you know, it's it's like meditating in a room with people and speaking without actually using words. Uh, exactly, man. I, I shudder to think, like, I can't, I can't imagine Pagan continuing to be a band if someone said, like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. Like, I just don't, I don't feel like it's possible for this band to exist if you take one of the four of us out of the equation. Like, it's, it's... Yeah, I don't know, I'm get, I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm getting chills just like thinking about it, but like it's um yeah, it's it's special. We're lucky. We're lucky cuz I know a lot of bands don't have that dynamic too. You're right. Like a lot a lot of bands just kind of I guess just just end up playing together out of, you know, necessity or or, or yeah. whatever. Like we're we're just I think we're just very lucky. I, like if you took Pagan away from it, like we'd still be hanging out a few times a week anyway. Like so yeah, we're, I, I feel very, very fortunate to be doing this with, with 
like I can't even call them my best friends. Like just with with my my brothers and my sister. You know, it's it's the best. What's next for you guys? You're hitting the road next month in support of uh, the album. You'll be hitting the crowbar again on uh, August 18. But uh, yeah, what, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, let's. I'll backtrack a bit. Yeah. The other night, you guys said that you love the crowbar, and you must really love it to play a show at 1 a.m. after playing a full gig. Yeah. So. What's what was that? What's that connection with the crowbar? Apparently, apparently, yeah. Apart from sorry that it's it is an awesome venue. Do you know what? I think I just remember the first time, the first time I met Trad and Tyler, who who owned the crowbar. Um, I I met them. We 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 played a Unify festival like two years ago, and they were there. And I just remember like meeting them, and it was it, you know kind of similar to to like the people in the band, like. I remember meeting them and talking to them and not even talking about music. Like, literally, we, we talked about family and we talked about food and wine and just, like, they're just people that we were able to connect to on another level. And we, we'd never played their venue or anything like that. They liked the band. Like, they, were, they, they you know, weren't shy to tell us that they thought Pagan was cool and stuff, which was awesome. And then I just remember, like, the first time we played Crowbar was for Big Sound Festival last year and like from the second that we walked in it was like every single person just made us feel like we had been gone for a long time and we'd come home like I can't I can't really explain it but like we we don't really have that affinity with like any other venue and it's it sort of bums me out that like you know we're we're pretty big on you know not playing the same venues all the time and, and always trying to but like Crowbar for us is the exception. They're just, uh, it's again, they're, they're part of the the extended pagan family. Like everyone that works there, they're so helpful. They they like are just so willing to like you know if we if we need help getting gear together, if we need help with support or you know, everything, everything. But like and, and and even beyond that, like people from that venue letting us stay at their homes so we don't have to pay for accommodation and stuff and. Just all of all of that sort of stuff. It's just it's just a place where we've really found a home for Pagan. Um, I wish it was in my hometown so I could go <laughs> there all the time. But maybe that's kind of the nice part of it too. Is that like I, I feel like we're never we're never away from home when we're in Brisbane, even though we're not at home. It's it's really it's really nice. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be it'll be a long time before we play anywhere else in Brisbane. I think like and and whether. Whether that becomes boring for people or whatever, I don't, I don't care. That venue is the best, and they just they they just know like better than anywhere that I've experienced at least that they they know how to make a band feel at home, and they know how to make it easy for bands. And just yeah, I don't know. That's, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little deep now with every question that you're asking me. But like, <laughs> no, I just, well, I just I fucking love everyone there so much that it's. Yeah, it's 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 just it's it's our home away from home. It's our spiritual home. It's good fucking beers too. Fucking great beers, great beers, but a great selection of like Italian aperitifs as well. And um, they've got some pretty good wines too. If you ever feel like getting adventurous, fucking yeah. They did a shot the other night. It was called the Death Before Disco when we played yep. there, which is like the first single off the record. And yep. it was like Campari. Fuck, what was it like Campari Jameson? I want to say like grapefruit and mint. Fuck, it was so good. It was so good. 
Next level. That is cool. Next level. No other venue's ever made a cocktail named after one of our songs. That's probably the best answer I can give you. <laughs> the next, my next part of that, sorry if I'm holding you up here, bro. No, man, it's fun. This is a great interview. Wine. Is, you know, you guys love your wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the next, next step is, uh, pagan wine. You reckon? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, don't think for a second it's not something that we've talked about before. Um, it's I just I just, that's actually something that I don't I just don't know how to make happen. But I'm sure if we really put our heads down, we could convince maybe a small winery. We actually tried to hook up a wine sponsorship for this this album tour that's coming up, and unfortunately it didn't come to fruition. But like luckily the uh, the lords at Young Henry's came to the party so we're definitely not going to have nothing to drink on this tour which is great um but yeah pagan pagan wine is definitely something that's been thrown around we've also thought about like pagan coffee because we're all big like pretty big espresso drinkers um so yeah pagan coffee is another thing oh man i'd put my name on pagan anything you know that's uh <laughs> you know that you know that's uh have you ever seen that uh that um fucking motorhead documentary the, like the lemmy documentary yeah. Where he just has where he just has like all that, that, that like motorhead memorabilia. Like I want Pagan to be like that. Like I wanna have heaps of like just just shit to like waste your money on. I think it's so funny. <laughs> it is good. It is good. I'm all for it too. I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pagan plates. But it yeah, it'll all be like really corny, like Italian stuff, like Pagan potpourri and stuff. <laughs> well, here's uh Flesh God Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italy. You know, they have their own pasta. They did do a pasta. I was actually, while I was answering that question, I was trying to think of who the band was. Um, yeah, they did, they did a pasta. I remember that. That's cool. I, fuck, I just don't know how you do this stuff, man. I need to, <laughs> if, if, if there's, if anyone listens to your podcast that's in the wine or, uh, or pasta industries, please send us an email if you want to, if you want to touch me. Put the feelers out, man. <laughs> yeah. Why <laughs> not? That could be it. Yeah. Hey, that's that's it's such a great idea. <laughs> I would totally, uh, yeah, yeah, it makes some little, uh, some little uh, upside down inverted cross pastas. Ah, oh, dude, that's I didn't even see. I was just thinking of just like normal Sicily or something, but that's even that's an even better idea. Yeah, like you should get into marketing, dude. You're a genius. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> My wife doesn't think so. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I just I just know I throw my money at you. You're like, yeah, yeah. No, I'd like, just take the wallet. Thank you. Thank I you. Yeah, yeah, I reckon we need it. This is a market. Maybe our, maybe our new friends over at Young Henry's need a little pagan beer. Do it. Like in a, yeah, like an espresso stout or something. That's genius. I'm going to send an email. Don't don't let the wine stuff fool you, man. We love a beer, too. Like, we will, we will happily drink Newtowners <laughs> till, you know, till the early morning. That's, yeah, but yeah. Maybe uh maybe I need to maybe I need to make a few calls to uh to our friends over in Sydney and, and, and get some pay yeah, do it. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh man, absolutely. And uh, of course, I mean, have you got plans for the rest of the year? I mean everything's all systems go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so obviously the the record tour in August that we're really really, really excited about. because um, I think it'll be the first time that we we're gonna really be able to I guess to to kind of put together the the, the experience that we we'd always hoped Pagan would be um, to its I guess its fullest extent because it's like it's our first headline tour man we we can do whatever we want and we're we're definitely going to take advantage of that 
So um, we're very, very excited to, to be playing the record. And just there's, there's songs off the, the album that we still haven't played live yet. So um, we're going to start rehearsing all that stuff um, over the next month. Uh, and then the tour happens in August. Um, I think October... October is we're gonna maybe try to keep October kind of quiet because it's again it's looking like we'll be we'll probably be in in Europe within the last couple of months um, mm. of the year uh, and then we'll come home and we're probably just gonna try and uh, try our luck on some of the summer festivals over here and then probably another national tour sort of like early next year while the sun's still out hopefully but yeah it's it's weird because it's uh, I feel like. With as much as with as much that we have going on at the moment, we don't really have a plan after sort of New Year's. So um, that's probably the next thing that we need to start kind of like you know gaffer taping together is uh, what what the hell do we do now? You know. So yeah, but it's definitely not going to stop. Like <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see my my weeks and months getting any quieter. Um, that's for sure. Which is which is cool because. You know, we, we put this album together. It, it really started to feel like my job in the band was sending emails more so than playing the bass guitar. So to to finally be like actually focusing on playing again rather than just trying to coordinate an album release is mm. it's very refreshing. Like, it, and it, the break has actually been great because I like I'm really excited about playing. I'm so excited for this album tour, man. I can't wait. I'm. I'm I'm dying to to get to August and do it. It's gonna be sick. Oh, it is gonna be amazing, man. It's gonna be, and you're gonna have to hopefully one day hit uh, Gold Coast as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think when 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 I sort of talked about like doing another tour sort of earlier next year, I think we want to make it an even longer tour, mm-hmm. um, and just and try and hit some of the kind of like. I don't want to, uh, uh, some of the more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some of, just more like the bigger towns, um, not not necessarily just major cities. Um, regional? Like a regional sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess regional is probably the best way to, to put it. I feel, I, I always get the words regional and rural mixed up, and I feel bad calling big towns rural towns. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. So, but yeah, regional, regional touring is probably the best best way to explain it. So we want to do a bunch of that. Um, and and preferably in the summertime when it's not freezing cold. Um, not that I don't think it ever gets cold on the Gold Coast. So I don't think we have a real problem there. But but yeah, man, we'll we'll definitely be there. We want to we want to get everywhere. So no, that's 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 so good to hear, man. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be with you all every step of the way. Thank you very much. Well, uh, dude, thank you so much again for taking the time to uh, hang out on the show, and uh, I wish you and the uh, the rest of the band all the best for the rest of the year, and uh, go out there and kick some ass. Fuck yeah, dude! Thank you so much. It's really lovely of you. Thanks for the thanks for the great questions and stuff as well, man. It's been a real pleasure. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 